0: an ordinance in the town, they said we'd have to tear it down. That little old shack got back so dear to me. Though the health department said its day was over and dead, it will stand forever in my memory. You're listening to the
1: Jack Shack oh Podcast. Shit, there's a countdown. Three. There is a countdown. <laughs> <laughs> shit. What It up? actually works. <laughs> what up, motherfuckers? <laughs>
0: that was kind of weak
1: fuck we're back yeah
0: what is this like 0.70 or
1: well we're calling it 2.0 but really it's probably like seven zero. who's counting yeah what are we again what are the jack shack that's right we're the jack shack 2.0 now yeah yeah we'll see uh we'll see how this goes my friend how are you yep we're doing good we're relaunching the podcast i'm happy I come to find out, you know, there's a there's another person that took the Jack Shack as their name of a podcast. But I'm not even fucking worried about it because we've been doing this shit a long time, and we we can fucking we can trace our shit back for quite some time now. So I'm not even worried about that. Yeah, I don't care. Plus, nobody's got a podcast like you and I the <laughs> format. Yeah, the whole the horse shit we talk about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What are you uh Well welcome back, brother. Welcome back. I'm glad we're doing this. Me too. Me too. What are you drinking for our relaunch episode?
0: Uh I am drinking a nice little bourbon from Horse Soldier. Their small Horse badge. Soldier. It's a couple guys that movie from Twelve The Twelve Strong, the Special Forces guys. Okay. And a few of them, I guess. Got their own distillery. I think it's in Tampa. But they have a bourbon line out. And one of the guys came and visited my small little town liquor store last month or the month before. And I bought a couple bottles. Shook his hand. They signed the bottle and I got a couple bottles. So that's what I'm drinking.
1: Outstanding. What about you, senor? Senor... I decided to go all out for this episode since it's our relaunch. Well, I don't know if I could top that. Cause that's a pretty fucking cool bourbon. Mine's some fucking pansy ass drink. To be honest, what are you talking about? I'm drinking a fucking tiki drink of Mai Tai. Fuck yeah, tiki is where it's out, my friend. I think I think I got you the the tiki bug. Oh yes,
0: you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I I love the tiki.
1: The tiki's great, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll go into that in, in a in a few. <laughs> yeah, I think we gotta. We will touch base on that. Um, so I know for the relaunch, too, when we start introducing what we're going to drink, maybe uh, we're going to decide what we uh, smoked for a cigar. And I know before I jump on the podcast, I'm going to start smoking a cigar to uh, review. Because P and I like to smoke cigars, but I'm a, a newbie. I, I'm a newbie, too. Do you, uh, do you have a cigar you want to share for this episode? I will. This is the first cigar I
0: tried that I actually bought a box of that I liked it so much. Holy shit. And it's a Rocky Patel Aged Limited and Rare. The Rocky Patel Aged or the ALR. It's the second year, the second edition of it. I've tried the first edition. It was all right, but the second edition's so much better. And, yeah, I remember smoking it on New Year's Eve for the first time in 20... Going into 2021, I believe. Okay. And I was sitting there smoking it. I was out on the deck by myself in the dark. And, yeah, I don't know what it is. I
1: love that cigar. So it was the first box I bought. So. Is uh the Rocky Patel line the one that uh you and I went to a cigar lounge and I got sick off of?
0: Yeah, last year. That was the one yeah. I bought. Yeah, yeah.
1: That is a... Folks, that is a strong fucking cigar. That is, that is no rookie cigar, man. You gotta...
0: Oh, yeah, it's... Yeah, know
1: what you're doing when you're jumping into that thing. It
0: is. And then, like, I'm going to tell you guys right now, we're not experts. You could go... If you really want a good cigar review, there's some people... I think... Like anything, like wine and whiskey and beer and whatever, people are going to tell you that they taste certain notes out of shit. And you get on the cigar reviews and you're going to, people are going to be fucking saying they taste this and that. One guy said that he, like the first third, he was tasting red pepper. And then in the second third, he would taste black pepper. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. You're fucking (laughs) full of shit. Now I could, full of shit. I've tasted like, Some chocolate a little bit. I could kind of taste pepper. I could taste the oak that if it was like in, you know, aged in oak barrels or whatever. I could taste a little bit. Most of the time, my cigars, I could tell if if I smoke and I could tell, all right, I like this cigar. This is a good cigar. It tastes good, but I can't tell you what it tastes like. But it's just fucking relaxing. It is relaxing. You just sit out on your back deck or whatever, and you fucking are sitting there just chilling, smoking. So
1: that's what it's about.
0: We're, if we're, we do these little cigar reviews, it's going to be mostly just the kind of cigars that we like. We're not going to be Absolutely. telling you that you could taste fucking banana in it on the second, third of it or some bullshit. Cause
1: if you could taste banana, that's pretty fucking amazing. Most
0: of the people that are
1: throwing out those fucking cigar reviews are full of shit. I guarantee it. We're giving you the real fucking deal review. That we, <laughs> it, made, it made us feel good and we, we relaxed. Exactly. Or it made me throw up. Whatever. Or it made me throw up. But either way, I fucking enjoyed it, even if I did throw yeah. up. Yeah. So,
0: I don't know. What about you, sir?
1: Uh, so, before this uh, episode, I smoked the Nub Habano. You like those nubs. Yeah. I do like the nubs, and I usually get them in the 4 by 6 or 4 by 66 It's because, honestly, I never really finish a full cigar. In fact, when you were over here a few weeks ago, which we'll touch base on that shortly, that was probably, you know, we were sitting outside. That was probably the first time I ever almost finished, like, a whole cigar. Mainly because I'm by myself. I'll usually get about three-quarters of the way down that's done. So I think, like, just right now, because I'm starting out, the nubs like, a good size for me.
0: No, yeah, for sure. There's no, I mean, I, lately I've been finishing the cigar up to really close to the end, but when I first started, I'd smoke a half of the fucking cigar and throw it away. And even now, if I'm yeah. smoking it and I'm like, yeah, I'm done being outside, yeah. I'll throw it away. I don't give a fuck it. I mean, what, I'm smoking three, four $5 fucking cigars. If I'm, even if I'm smoking a $10, I've, you know, yeah. But it's
1: your cigar We can do what you we can do for what sure. we want For sure Just like you know? how
0: you drink bourbon Or drink anything you, you It's your money your, your shit You do however the fuck you want
1: Yeah absolutely Um, So this Nub Habano It's a uh, binder Nicaragua Along with a fillers Nicaragua And it's wrapped in a Habano But man it's just a tasty cigar dude It goes It goes. I've had one it, goes, yeah. it smokes great Yeah
0: it's nice I like the um, Nub I like the Nub brand they, they throw out some good cigars.
1: they do. Um, so one thing I wanted to say since we're gonna be doing some cigar reviews at the beginning with our drinks so P turned me on to a site called cigar P, P what is the app called? Uh, do you sure you want it because it could be really fucking
0: addicting and you could be <laughs> spend a lot of money on this site. It's cigar bid. No, 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 the, the where, you, where oh, you go and rate your cigars. Oh, I got you, I got you. Um, it is Cigar Scanner. It's a little app you can get
1: from your phone. So Cigar Scanners, you can set up your profile, and they also kind of have a social site. So if you're a cigar smoker and you want to follow me and P, um, see what we're smoking, I'll, I'll start posting my cigar before each episode or maybe after the, when we post the episode. Ah, I didn't know you could do that. I'll do that too. Yeah, so if you go to the social part, um, yeah, well, then we could follow each other, and you can follow other people. But yeah, absolutely. So free listeners, you can. Uh, I'm I'm already set up under it's just Richard Cantu. Um, I'll have my post up there. and Then uh, P, if you want to give your handle now, later on, whatever you want to do, and uh, they can start following you too, and, and they could just see what we're smoking.
0: I'll, I'll whenever I set it up, I'll I'll give out my handle
1: probably next episode. Awesome. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All right, man. So that's what for the relaunch, man. That's going pretty good. What we're smoking and drinking, yeah, man. Next time we do the next
0: relaunch, it will be what kind of cocaine are we doing? It, I, it
1: could get to that point. You just don't know exactly. Who knows what we're going to do with this show, right? How much? How much powder do you got on your face? Exactly.
0: Got a little fucking powdered donut nose.
1: These are crazy times we live in, so true. You just never know. It's True. All right, brother. So, topic one, we wanted to introduce you to something P and I are doing annually, and it's called the Taco Fest. Every year, B and P. Well, every year, spent. the past well, actually, that's not true. We've years. been getting together, but so for technically last year,
0: technically it it's the Taco Fest. The last two years.
1: Yeah, we but decided our, to call last year the taco. Yeah, Fest.
0: our sole purpose. It's usually around my birthday, around, around
1: spring break, around March, towards the end of March. We do, we do it to celebrate P's birthday. It's like the birthday we, weekend. It's it's just a fucking awesome weekend. We <laughs> eat a shitload of tacos. Obviously, we do some drinking, and now we added in some tiki. And um, we go to
0: cigar bars. We we go to we go to, cigar we, go to we go to tiki bars. We go to dive bars, but mostly, I mean, the whole thing is, right now, the last two years, we've been out to California, so Rich takes us to uh, all the different taco stands and taco trucks and shit around California, really.
1: Yeah, so we've hit Los Angeles a couple times, we obviously are in Orange County, we've done San Diego, it's getting big, it's getting pretty big, our lineup of how many tacos we've eaten.
0: This year was the best, because I made shirts. Now the shirt is straight. I'm I'm a white dude, so it's so gringo, and it says tacos on there. And Saturday, the, I fly in usually Friday, <laughs> so Saturday we we're in L.A. I'm wearing taco socks. We're in
1: East L.A. We're we're <laughs> we're, we're pretty deep in the video right there. Yeah, we're
0: we're kind of deep. We're we're going we're going for some uh, carnitas, some of the best carnitas supposedly. And it's sold out of a house. Yeah, it's out of the front of this house in like deep East LA. I'm the only white dude around wearing this gringo fucking taco shirt. And
1: yeah, hey, <laughs> you weren't the only one. There was two other two other people wearing the taco fashion. Very,
0: very true, but you guys aren't gringos per se. So, well, <laughs> you're kind of, but your wife is not a gringo at all. My wife is not a gringo, <laughs> and. uh <laughs> It's the great times we're living in now, 2023. I did not get shot or stabbed, but I bet if I tried doing that in the 80s or the 90s, something else would have happened.
1: Yeah. You know what it, it LA is going through this thing with it it probably could be the food capital of the United States. There's there's just so much food. Dude, I got a love-hate relationship with Los Angeles, clearly, you know. I love going there for the day because there's so much to do and there's there's just so much to eat. If you want Mexican food, obviously, you can get Iranian food, Middle Eastern food. Um, I mean, dude, you name it, they got it. But uh, it's just this mecca, dude, of all this international food fest, and it's fucking awesome. But you know, by the end of the day, I'm ready to go back to Normalville, <laughs> and I could I, I could never fucking live there, dude. True.
0: True, but, but uh, it was a good time. We went to fucking Sunset Boulevard. We hit the a tiki bar that was open since 1961 in Sunset Boulevard, and my that, favorite tiki bar, Tiki Tea. Yeah, that's a great. That was great. It was an all around. We it went fucking awesome. Huh? The best shrimp tacos you could get in what Orange County or whatever was in a dive bar.
1: <laughs> yep. The quill, the yeah. Actually, I shouldn't even say that. I don't want people <laughs> flood in there rooting it, man. But I guess,
0: I mean, I guess I saw some of the food on their menu, and I guess they have some pretty good chefs in the in the back because they they were putting out some good food.
1: Yeah, so they they got new owners of this bar. They redid it. It kind of has like an, uh, I want like a uh, what was the one with Mister Furley that Three's Company, the Regal Beagle. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of had like a regal be. It did. It had a regal beagle look, and they got new owners. um, But they brought in the chef as like a co-owner to just to knock out some good food, and they make dude, you get cold beers, good drinks, and fucking amazing food at this dive bar.
0: Dude, yeah, those shrimp tacos were pretty fucking good.
1: Pretty much, you know what?
0: Every taco I had was good. But out of all them, what was your favorite?
1: Um. So I'll give. Let me give the lineup. On, on, when you flew on Friday, what did we do? We did tacos los cholos. Yeah. Or no, is it tacos? El, yeah, tacos los cholos. Well, fucking <laughs> phenomenal. They had the best tacos, taco yeah. I had all weekend. We went
0: again I, two I think days later.
1: The pork belly taco was the best taco I had all weekend. Dude, they got pork belly tacos with this thick chunks of meat. They got filet mignon and ribeye tacos. The filet mignon was pretty that good, but, was, but they are that, a little pricey. That
0: one was good, but that pork, the fucking meat was tender, and the and the fat part was a little crispy. Oh, my goodness. It was the fucking best. I am st- I still get a heart on just thinking about it. It's, it's, Mine hasn't gone away. It's been a week and a half or so <laughs> since the two.
1: You need to call a doctor, sir. Yeah, that's probably true. So, we've, so we so that was our first stop. Um, we went to a cigar lounge, really cool place. Yeah, it was um, the the cigar lounge was cool because I don't know the liquor laws exactly are
0: in California, but they served alcohol. But they, I guess the alcohol was free. You just had to rent a glass. So I rented a glass for ten bucks, and I had you know, like three big glasses of fucking bourbon yeah, for you did. ten bucks. So, I think
1: it was Elijah Craig. I think it which was fucking great. I think right? it was
0: a lot. It tasted like Elijah Craig to me because the guy didn't know. He said he owns a couple of liquor stores and he just. So I'm sure it's not top of the line shit he's throwing in there, but it was good, Elijah Craig. The fucking normal regular Elijah Craig, I love that shit.
1: Oh yeah, the single batches. Yeah, fucking I great would. That'd be
0: my one of my daily drinkers if I fucking drink daily.
1: Yeah. So the liquor laws in California, when it comes to cigar bars. If you don't have – if you're trying to get a license to sell liquor, alcohol, whatever, you're opening a cigar bar, just forget about it. Don't even bother. You have to be grandfathered into the license, meaning if somebody decides to sell you their license, that's the only way you can get one. And who knows how much they would be charging for that, some godly, ungodly amount. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so we went to that cigar bar. Then we went over to the Quill, had the shrimp tacos. That was Friday. Um, Am I missing something? That was it for Friday, right? We hit two taco spots.
0: Yeah, maybe. Last Um, year, we hit like four. We kind of overdid it the first day. And then like, you got to remember when we're hitting all these taco spots. Because I was there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I was there four days. Last year, I was only there three days, full days. So you can't order like... Last year, we had ordered, like, four or five tacos per place. You, know, you can't be doing that shit. <laughs>
1: Max two.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard because if it's a new place we haven't been and they they have a few different kind of tacos, I'm like, I got to I gotta try them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it, it gets – yeah, it can get rough. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's still fun. But so Saturday, we went up to L.A. First stop was in, in East L.A. It's called a place – carnitas el momo oh yeah um dude this place is is, is all over food blogs on youtube people it's a sought out carnitas place um fucking crowded man you get you just basically park your car in the middle the street go home get yeah. your tacos and go eat at your car yeah that's how you do it and they're selling just right outside the house man uh-uh. um fucking great tacos then we went to a cigar lounge i fucking had probably the best cigar of my life the uh Padrone, was it the 1926? Either that or the 64. I forgot one I got you. I think it was the... Maybe it was... You're right. It was a 64. Fancy cigar. That Probably the best cigar I've ever had. That lounge was pretty fancy. It was a little too fancy for my taste, to Yeah, be but wasn't
0: it like right near the, the fucking stadium?
1: The crypto arena. Yeah. The- yeah. It was cool. Very cool. I mean... I'll go again, but I, I'm a little more...
0: Well, they had... Kind of I mean, they had, their selections were pretty high. They had the Padrones. They had Davidoff's. They had... Their selection was kind of high. Top of the line. Yeah, kind of up there some.
1: So... Yeah. Cool experience, though. Um, and then we went to Trejo's Tacos. So Machete, Danny Trejo, has a few of his Trejo's Tacos in, in L.A. And he, I like to go to the one in Hollywood. You
0: wouldn't think he was fucking fancy but
1: it's they're pretty fucking i had a jackfruit
0: fucking taco from his place
1: yeah i think i had the mushroom and uh oh the salmon and they they were fucking great but i had a jackfruit. these are these are high-end tacos yeah
0: he's it was it's a little pricey it's not like your typical street taco
1: type thing no, yeah, these are boutique fucking. But hey, we, fancy we had tacos. we
0: had some fucking enchiladas and yeah, it was a nice place. It was worth That's going.
1: Cool. Absolutely, it's, it's 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 fun. Um, and then from there we went to the Tiki Bar, <laughs> Tiki T. Oh yeah, on Sunset Boulevard. Yep, kind of on the basically on the corner of Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset. Um, what, one of the oldest tiki bars in Los Angeles. Place is fucking awesome. And it's right next to it's small. R-
0: oh, it's really small right next to some Scientology building. That's right. <laughs> like right
1: there. was <laughs> like right next to it. I, do, I, know. I can't even tell you how small it is, but it's it's, it's this small little like house. If <laughs> I I, turned into a bar, if I was
0: going to have a bar, that would be the size
1: absolutely it was just perfect, it,
0: that's all you need right yeah it had a little it was funny telling him because we get there early so you're waiting in
1: line because you want to get to you want to sit at the bar i do because sitting at the bar at a tiki bar is another experience and my wife and i have been to this place before and we didn't sit at the bar so we we're like okay next time we go we got to go like a half hour early to make sure we get a seat at the bar so, sure enough, we, sh- we leave Trejo's Tacos. We get there half hour early. We show up. There's
0: three people in front of us. So, we're like, oh, fuck. We're going to sit at the bar.
1: Yeah. We got it. We're, we're in. We're, for sure.
0: <laughs> as soon as we walk in, the three people that were in front of us sat at the bar. <laughs> and we had to sit at a little table because the regulars that go all the time, I guess, they get to go in at like an hour early. Yeah. And they were they were all at the bar.
1: <laughs> I know. I was like, what the fuck, dude? So if you want to sit at the bar, you literally gotta be the first fucking person there. Yeah. But I, I'm not gonna go an hour early. I'm I think I've just got it in my mind. If you you, you just have to wait for somebody to leave or just enjoy the table you're gonna be at, because it's still fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I had uh, four tiki drinks there. How I many did you have? Uh, three or four.
0: I don't remember now. Yeah.
1: They were good. I caught a little buzz. I was having a good time.
0: Yeah, because you... Every time I get a Mai Tai
1: right off the bat, that's the first drink I get, to
0: get in, get yourself in the mood. Yep. And then you gotta you go strong, man. You got those fucking zombie drinks and fucking Navy Grogs grog. or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and and the, what was the that? The Stealth. What was that? The Stealth. That's the one I got that had, I like, know. fucking... I don't. I don't even know what the fuck was in this thing, but it was. It wasn't bad. It had Kahlua and it had all kinds of liquors in there.
1: It would. It's like a. Uh, I guess I would relate it to like a, a white Russian on steroids or a black Russian. Now maybe a white Russian on steroids.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. But it was fucking good, man. But you gotta. I always get the Mai Tai right off the bat. Get yourself in the mindset, yeah. and then
1: uh, go from there. <laughs> and the and the atmosphere is just cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm really digging the tiki bars. Yeah. Um, so then after that, we went to Avenue 26 in uh, Japantown. Um, good tacos, but I, to be honest, it wasn't my favorite just because I, you can probably get those here in Orange County. But still good. Yeah. Um, and then, damn, I don't remember the last place, but we, again, went back to East L.A. Um, that last
0: place was awesome.
1: They are straight barbecuing in the fucking street. Yeah. Coals and everything. And they're 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 getting down. They're making homemade tortillas for your tacos. But that place was it was the bomb. And then
0: we had some guy behind us stitching it or switching it or whatever the fuck he was doing. Some kind of live
1: some live log or something. Yeah,
0: and it it was nah, it was good. It was good. Other than that pork, uh the pork. The taco I had at chamomos Chol- Cholos.
1: <laughs> Los Cholos. I mean, that, that place. Chamomos? is that what you yeah. said?
0: That last place <laughs> that we went, that was some good shit there.
1: Yeah. And then Sunday, we barbecued, hung out at the house, played some uh, cornhole. Some um, Your tacos were
0: fantastic.
1: Thank you, sir. What else did we
0: play? Uh, beer pong. Beer pong. I'd never played beer pong before. and.
1: It was fun. Yeah, I we had a, I dude, won. I had a
0: great time. Me and you, me and the kid won. <laughs> That's right.
1: And Actually, we you went back you, to Tokyo. you.
0: lost every game.
1: I did. I'm clearly. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not good at, fucking drinking games or board games. <laughs> I you. My wife and I like to play Yahtzee, and uh I we bet, and I usually end up paying a lot of money. <laughs> nice. So then uh Monday we went back to Taco's Los Cholos and uh had some more cigars, relaxed, and. Brother, it was so good seeing you. I, I fucking really look forward to our taco fest, Oh, man. hell yeah. And then, I don't like, know if one a year
0: is enough, dude. It might not. We might have to do at least two. But usually, like last year, the last day, that night, we got pizza. We were like, all right, we're done with tacos.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. But
0: this go-around, we got a big-ass bowl of pho. Oh, oh. That, that actually hit the spot because it's like a hug within you. Bowl, pho is so damn good.
1: I know it just kind of washed everything down, nice, right? Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. And then we went back to the play. It was so relaxing.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was another great weekend. Thank you for having me.
1: Of course, brother. I look forward to the next one. Yeah, we'll have to maybe come out to Texas. There's some good taco places out here. I'm telling you, we gotta we gotta do it twice a year now. We gotta do one Cali, one Texas for sure. Because Texas has just probably just as much, if not more, than California. Oh yeah. So, we have a thing called Taco Fest, and I think next next round we're going to rename it to Tacos and Tiki Fest.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and if we get drunk enough, it might be tacos, tiki, and tattoos.
1: Oh, that that's one thing we did avoid the tattoo. We we were just my wife and I were talking about that the other day, man. I yeah, you I weren't just, having I don't know it about the last. One. Your wife and
0: I were going to get a little heart tattoo, and you weren't having it.
1: <laughs> no. I was like, I don't know if I'll get the heart, dude. Wow. <laughs> I do think. I swear to God, I think if I pulled up to a tattoo place, you and her for sure would be like, "Let's do this." But I was like, I don't know if putting a heart on me, dude. I don't th- the kind of heart she wanted. Now the one we were talking about, I think that like a, cool.
0: a real beating heart. Yeah,
1: yeah, that would have been kind of cool. <laughs> Put it on my inner thigh, <laughs> but we couldn't. Uh, we couldn't convince her. She wanted some just. Pansy ass. Yeah. Just fucking yeah, heart. Yeah. Like
0: like little three lined hearts or uh
1: Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So that was our weekend, man. It was, fucking it was a great weekend. amazing time. It was a great weekend. Alright, brother. So I think it's only right. This is our relaunch. And you know how the Jack Shack Loves talking about politics, dude, because there's so much to fucking talk about. Yeah, right? it might be too much. What do you think's going on, dude? What? What? Just you want to give the rundown? What the hell is going on with the country? What's going on with Trump? Um, I don't know what is going on with Trump. <laughs> Trump got indicted, and Trump's in some legal trouble. However, eh. you get different there's different news reportings. I mean, some say he's in trouble. Some say they don't even have a case. I hon- I don't know, dude. I honestly, I don't know either. I'm going to tell you this, though. And everybody knows, if you know me, you know I fucking hate Joe Biden and his current administration. I'm not a Donald fan. Don- Donald, fan. He was, Donald Trump fan. He was, I don't like the guy. I
0: don't either. He is very entertaining, though.
1: He is entertaining. But I will say, regardless if you're a fan of his, by them, it's, it's, it really is an injustice what they're doing, dude. You can't fucking use legal power to go after a guy because you don't want him running for president again, dude. I think
0: every president
1: we've ever had has done some shady shit.
0: So if you're going to go after one, you need to go after all of them.
1: Exactly. And pretty much shady shit, I mean... Biden Harris I mean lying them fucking up in jail already dude <laughs> you're talking about shady lies deception payoffs yeah. I'm mean, Clinton's Biden's come on dude every
0: every president no matter what side they were on every single fucking president since fucking George Washington has done some shady fucking shit
1: exactly. Yeah, can it, It's it's a total injustice. What going after him like this? Man, it's just that's not what our political system's supposed to be, dude. That's yeah, not but what is, we're here for. If
0: you're a conspiracy theorist or someone that dabbles over that side, though, maybe this is going to launch it to where he's he's probably probably going to win next election because of it maybe. absolutely
1: because I, I was gonna say that I, I think this has sealed the deal his fucking like his true
0: followers like the deep down he could do no wrong followers or bat shit crazy
1: i completely agree to like, it.
0: bat shit crazy and there's a lot of them
1: i don't because before he ran for president dude he was just some corporate fucking smug dude like we don't have anything in common with this fucking guy. No, no, but he's a golden spoon's trust fuss fucking. But I guy. was
0: like, all right, it's someone different. At least let's try something different, but he he didn't do shit. Just like any no. other fucking president, really. So
1: yeah. And by the way, he, well technically he wasn't arrested, he was just indicted. But if he was to be arrested, arrested he's not the first president to be arrested. In 1872, believe it or not, Ulysses S. Grant well, got arrested. Well, that
0: dude was a drunk. I love him.
1: Like, he was arrested for speeding in his horse and buggy. Does it, does it say how fast he was going? No, I mean, how do, you, how do you speed a horse, dude? He must have been whipping that thing, dude, fucking, like, yeah, get going, dude. I don't know. Of course,
0: back then they were all drunks, but that dude, he was drinking on another
1: level, I believe. At least you knew what you got, man. Yeah. <laughs> At least he was driving his own fucking carriage back then. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So if, if Trump does get arrested, he's not going to be the first president. It was Ulysses S. Grant.
0: And I'm sure there's other, there might have been other presidents that were... Maybe. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, so that's the that's state of politics, man. Well, I mean, there's a lot <laughs> and, more
0: obviously going on, but
1: I really... Nah, fuck it. I don't feel like talking about that. <laughs> yeah, they're a bunch of, they're all fucking dickheads in my book right now. Yeah, I just don't see anything good right now. Not, but
0: not on, e- e- not on either side. And until we the people can all get together and decide to say fuck you in the in D.C., nothing's gonna
1: change. Nothing's exactly. gonna change. I completely agree, brother. All right, man. I'll, How about you take us I'll, into this next topic? I'll take topic? this. This
0: uh this next go-around for our little intro of 2.0, we're gonna change things. Like we've always had like when we're beginning, we're gonna drink. We what are we drinking? We added like like a little cigar review. And we're usually gonna do a couple topics, couple, you know, two, three different kind of topics, whatever's going on in the world. And here's one little topic I wanna do. Actually we got two more going. We got one after this one, but that's I'm going to probably do probably not every episode I'll do it maybe once a month cuz we're going to try to do what like like an episode a week, at least try that out.
1: Yeah, we're we're going to try once a week. Um, if it's too much for our schedules, we're going to we'll do bi-weekly. Yeah. I think at a minimum though we have to do bi-weekly, but Yeah.
0: Yeah. But so our last topic I'm going to do It'll probably be once a month. It won't be every... But this one I think we should do kind of towards the end. Like every every episode. And it's going to... We, we're going to kind of debate something that is fucking meaningless. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> and but That's what we do. Yeah, so we're going to try to pick some kind of subject that maybe you lean on one side and I lean on the other side. And we're just going to fucking talk about it for however many fucking minutes. Maybe we'll get into a subject that we get heated and we start yelling at each other and tell us tell each other to fuck off. That would be kind of funny. <laughs> but uh, pretty much the, this first episode is we're going to fucking talk about mustard.
1: Mustard? Yeah,
0: I fucking hate mustard. How on earth could you hate mustard? So let's fucking debate this shit. Now, it started... I'll grant you when I was younger, it started with something really stupid. We had, my parents had this friend, they would come over and their kid was, had red hair. And I don't remember how old I was, but this is the first redheaded kid I remember. And we asked him how the, how the hell do you, why do you have red hair? What the fuck's that all about? And he said, (laughs) cause I ate too much mustard.
1: Because I ate too much mustard. So right then, I was
0: like, I'm not eating fucking mustard. So from when I was little till probably in my 20s, I did not eat mustard because of that. Because I did not want to have red hair.
1: You thought you were going to become a firecrunch? Yeah, I didn't want that. I didn't
0: fucking want that. And then I finally, I tried mustard. And yeah, I fucking hate it. I still,
1: I don't. Like, what do you hate? Is it just too, too sour? I hate the fucking taste of it. I don't like it. So when you're a kid, like a hot dog is a perfect example. You know, you put ketchup on a kid. But I, I think when you, as as you go, I think as you get into your adulthood, you ditch the ketchup and you definitely got to lather that thing with mustard. No, you Mustard fucking, belongs on a hot dog. You put
0: fucking chili on there,
1: like a fucking American. Oh, and I agree. Like a chili and cheese. However, mustard with chili and cheese no. is the
0: best no. dude yeah, why, you gonna, why do you want to fuck up america
1: with your damn mustard? no dude that's bullshit a, a chili cheese dog dude you put some mustard in that thing and it like takes it to that next fucking level of chili cheese no, dog i dude. don't see it i don't see it oh and then like tuna tuna salad like you, you gotta throw some mustard i'm in not there. i'm not
0: eating tuna salad in the first place you're like, fucking weirdo. Like, you never make a tuna tuna sandwich? No, fuck that. <laughs> Unless it's a big old patty, like a fucking steak, a tuna steak. I'm not eating fucking tuna. I don't eat tuna out of the can.
1: even uh even if I've like grilling salmon or baking it, you know, some people put oil and then season just kinda did for an adhesive. Dude, I'll sometimes lather it with mustard and then throw the seasoning on and you really don't well. You can kind of taste the mustard because it's fucking good. Because on
0: that, because I'm Texas barbecue, and there's other things, but there's outside of Austin is the Salt Lake. It's, everybody loves going to this fucking place. I've been one time, and I'm like, I can't do it because they use a mustard binder. And So every, you do like their, the traditional? Their barbecue sauce is all mustard-based, vinegar-based, and, yeah, I can't fucking stand it
1: that's carolina pulled pork style they they huh? use that oh yeah mud, dude you're crazy man fuck that man
0: screw mustard i mean
1: with mustard too you got different varieties you got like brown mustard spicy mustard oh dude if you really want to get fucking fancy gray poop pull on out that shit the gray Poupon dude fuck that you pull out the fancy shit just to let them know you love it no slather that motherfucker with gray Poupon, dude no. and see what happens nope 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 Brother, I keep, this is crazy. <laughs> mustard is just such an American condiment, dude. No. That's it's un American if think you don't like mustard. I think
0: it's French, actually. It actually is. I think it's, it's, it's probably French. French and German, too. You're fucking
1: you're Frenchy. <laughs> I'm telling you though, dude, a chili cheese dog. No. For the while I just had chili cheese, but somebody's like, You gotta throw mustard on it, dude. Put some mustard on that thing. And it was, it, dude, it was like a whole new experience. Uh, bro. You want to know what my new experience is? And it, I guess it
0: would be kind of because I get the chili cheese dog at Sonic. Because I live in a small town, so that's where I get my chili dogs. And before I would just get cheese and throw some raw onion on there, I've been getting pickle because I love pickles. And it's vinegar, vinegar, vinegary. I've been throwing some pickles on that bitch, and it was fucking good. But it's not mustard. Pick, a
1: pickle with your chili, chili cheese, cheese dog? Yes. You're a filthy animal. (laughs) I might be, but... That could be another debate right there is pickles, where to put them. (laughs) Because it does Uh, not belong in a chili cheese dog. Oh, this
0: does. You should try it. I'm not going (laughs) to try your mustard, though. I've tried mustard. I'm not
1: going to do it. No, I mean, there's so many things that mustard goes on, dude. First off, do you want to be redheaded? First off, I mean at this point, dude, I'm cool with it. I don't care what color I've, my hair I've, is. I've never scubbing out. Soon.
0: I've never read anything saying it doesn't change your hair to red. So
1: we have it can't be proved scientifically. So this that is alone. You got something against redheads, dude? Maybe that's what it is. I don't have anything against redheads. I just don't want to be one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like my soul. <laughs> Well
1: put it. <laughs> Holy shit! And that's pretty yeah, much bro. that's
0: what this this uh, our little bit here is. Every week we're going to debate some fucking stupid fucking thing that means nothing, and it'll probably be right after we talk about something stupid
1: like politics. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but I don't know if it's really a debate because you might be the only person in America that doesn't like mustard. I guarantee you, I am w- not the only person. Like, Are you the only one in your family that doesn't like mustard? Yeah, they all like mustard.
0: <laughs> like, I don't like ketchup. I don't like mustard. I don't like mayonnaise. You don't like mayonnaise either? No, it's just eh, the texture. Eh. But it, you know what's funny? Because I'll eat ranch dressing. I'll eat... Uh, I eat shit when... You eat blue cheese? Yeah.
1: It's, it has mayonnaise. I
0: know. There's a bunch of shit I eat that has mayonnaise. Like, I hate... Thousand Islands dressing, but I eat Big Macs. You know, so I'm not telling you I'm fucking the smartest guy in the fucking cookie jar, but I'm not fucking eating mustard. I try not to eat mustard at all. That's where you draw the line. Yeah. All right. I used to eat the shit out of ketchup when I was younger, but I don't. I don't like ketchup anymore.
1: I I don't mind like ketchup, especially fries, but it just doesn't belong on hot dogs anymore. Like. Just, I'm ah, I, if, yeah. if I get a hot dog and all I do is put ketchup on there, I feel like I'm fucking eight years old or something. Now, if I and a, next thing you know, my mom's handing me like a napkin. Clean your face.
0: If I, uh, if I'm eating a hot dog that is not with chili and cheese on it, my hot dog, I'm eating it dry and it has to be torched.
1: <laughs> okay, I can get, I like the torch part because I like a charred hot dog, especially on the grill. Yes. But just, I don't know about just dry, dude. You got to, like, throw something on that. I'll throw some A1 or some barbecue sauce on there, but. Okay. I mean, that's something. <laughs> oh, oh, A1's over- underrated, dude. Yeah, I, it's a uh, fucking great sauce. Yeah. You could put that on anything and it tastes like steak. It's amazing. People even put it in Bloody Marys, dude. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um you mentioned Salt Lake have you ever been to uh Terry Black's I haven't I want to go there I want to go
0: there's a couple of places I want to go to but I don't want to wait in line <laughs> yeah so
1: Terry I won't I won't go to Franklin's
0: Franklin's is uh, another not, place but I'm not gonna I'd love to eat his brisket but I, I'm not gonna wait in line for th- like three hours and then have him sell mm-hmm. out
1: but I heard you can get into Terry Black's been a pretty reasonable amount of time. Eh, next time I'm near there, maybe I'll go. We'll have to put that on the list. So maybe we have Taco Fest. Well, no, because because Texas has plenty of tacos. Yeah, we Never no,
0: been. yeah, and I have a top. Ta- my taco guy will tell me where all the good taco places are near San yeah.
1: Antonio and whatnot. So yeah, I we'll have to throw in a barbecue place though too.
0: Yeah, of course. I I got a barbecue place we could go. We know he came. He. He grew up in the small town I live in. Like my taco guy and him are friends. So nice. I,
1: oh man, I can't wait till next round. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so you were wrong about the mustard. We can move on with that. If you say so, sir. If you say so. <laughs> You're the only person in America, brother. Uh, all right. This
0: next episode, or this next little topic, or whatnot, we'll probably do like once a month or whatever. And I'm calling this like the badass person. Now, typically, it might be a recipient of the Medal of Honor or somebody kind of like that, but it doesn't, he doesn't have to actually hear her. It could just be someone that did something badass that I found in the news or, you know, just a badass individual, you know? I like it. So, uh, and, I mean, there's going to be tons of people we could talk about, but I just want to be able to shed a little light on some badass people that that have been around in this world. And you know what? I came across this guy, and he's going to be our first fucking badass individual that we spotlight on the old Jack Shack. Yeah. And his name was Joe Ronnie Hooper. Joe Ronnie Hooper. Of course, he was a recipient of the Medal of Honor, but he was born on August eighth, nineteen eighty three, and he passed away May sixth of nineteen seventy nine. Wait, yeah, he was he was died
1: at forty. Wait, no, wait, what? He was born
0: August eighth, nineteen thirty eight.
1: Oh, 38. I'm sorry. I I thought you said 83.
0: Oh, I might have. Sometimes I'm... (laughs) Sometimes I... (laughs) I
1: was like, this dude's Benjamin Button? (laughs) Sometimes
0: I fuck shit up. He's buried (laughs) in Arlington. He's... uh, He's kind of interesting because he was in the army and then he joined... The fuck? He joined... Uh, he became a captain, I believe. You know, I read up on all this shit, and now I can't remember any of it. Well, son of a bitch. But he was in the Army, and then he became a captain in the Air Force or the Navy. The fuck I know, but I'm going to read what he... uh He became a captain in the Air Force. So he all started right. off enlisted in the Army, and I am going to read why he got the medal of honor
1: that's here brother
0: so i'm going to butcher the fuck out of some of these words cuz i might be slightly i don't know if you could say retarded anymore but i'm slow
1: well wait let's let's this is a there's no judgment here this is not a politically correct podcast so you could say anything you want dude okay
0: fair enough he was in the us army company d second battalion airborne 501 Infantry, 101st Airborne Division, and uh, he happened to find himself in Vietnam around February of 68. So, he, what did he do here? He, in his actions of, at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, at the time he was a staff sergeant, or no, he was a I believe he was a sergeant. Sergeant Huber Hooper distinguished himself while serving as squad leader with Company D. Company D was assaulting a heavily defended enemy position along a riverbank when it encountered a withering hell of fire from rockets, machine guns, and automatic weapons. Sergeant Huber Hooper rallied several men and stormed across the river, overrunning several bunkers on the opposite shore, thus inspired. The rest of the company moved to attack. With utter disregard of his own safety, he moved out under the intense fire again and pulled back the wounded, moving them to safety. During this action, Sergeant Hooper was seriously wounded, but he refused medical aid and returned to his men. With the relentless enemy fire disrupting the attack, he single-handedly stormed three enemy bunkers, destroying them with hand grenades and rifle fire, and shot two enemy soldiers who had attacked and wounded the chaplain. See, right there, you don't fuck with the chaplain. Yeah. There's some people you could probably fuck with on a battlefield. Chaplain is not one of them. It's off limits. So, leading his men forward in a sweep of the area, Sergeant Hooper destroyed three buildings housing enemy riflemen. At this point, he was attacked by a North Vietnamese officer whom he fatally wounded with his bayonet finding his men under fire under heavy fire from a house to the front he proceeded alone to the building of course why would he have anyone with him why wouldn't he go do that by himself and killing its occupants with rifle fire and grenades by now his initial body wound had been compounded by grenade fragments yet despite the multiple wounds and loss of blood he continued to lead his men against the intense enemy fire. As his squad reached the final line of enemy resistance, it received devastating fire from four bunkers in line on its left flank. Sergeant Hooper gathered several hand grenades and raced down a small trench which ran the length of the bunker line, tossing grenades into each bunker as he passed by, killing all but two of the occupants. With these positions destroyed, he concentrated ...on the last bunkers facing his men, destroying the first with a grenade and neutralizing two more by rifle fire. He then raced across an open field, still under enemy fire because he hasn't done enough. And uh, he rescued a wounded man who was trapped in a trench. Upon reaching the man, he was faced by an armed enemy soldier whom he killed with a pistol. Moving his comrade to safety and returning to his men, he neutralized the final pocket of enemy resistance by fatally wounding three North Vietnamese officers with rifle fire. Sergeant Hooper then established a final line and reorganized his men, not accepting treatment until this was accomplished and not consenting to evacuation until the following morning. So basically, he did all of that, got all his men back together, and waited all night until the following morning until he decided, all right, you could take me. His supreme supreme valor, inspiring leadership, and heroic self sacrifice were directly responsible for the company's success success and provide a lasting example and personal courage from every man on the field. So, uh yeah, that's our first fucking badass.
1: What a stud, man. Here's to you, Joe Ronnie Hooper. Yeah, cheers to you, my friend. Died young too at forty. So <clears throat> that's interesting story because uh, the Battle of Hue, which is also known as the Siege of Hue, you know, this was a major military engagement during the Tet Offensive, obviously launched by the North Vietnamese and the Viet Cong during the Vietnam War. Uh. Um, you, you don't hear a lot about the Army at Hue, but it's made you hear a lot about the Marines. In fact, the movie um full metal jacket when they go into that city that's based off the battle or the siege of way um so man that that is that's fucking awesome man what a fucking stud dude oh yeah can you
0: imagine on both sides like if you're one of his men and you just see him just doing all this shit would you would think that would inspire you like all right i guess he the dude needs help right yeah, or if you're on the other side, you're the Viet Cong or whatever. And you're sitting like, who the fuck is this dude? Yeah,
1: just like this dude will die, man. Like, holy shit! Yeah. What a fucking story, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so we're gonna try to highlight a
0: a badass yeah, like once a month.
1: Yeah, I like probably it, not man. every episode, shit, but you
0: never know; it might become every episode. Who knows?
1: I like it. That was awesome. Yeah,
0: and my reading abilities are atrocious, but that's all right. (laughs) It's kind of hard
1: to read on cue into a podcast, right? Well, and I'm slightly retarded, so. Well, I think I'm more retarded, so (laughs) uh, I definitely know what you feel, man. (laughs) Good job, brother. Yes, and uh, yeah, good first episode, huh? That is a good episode, man. I think this is a good relaunch. Um, like I said, we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna shoot for one a week, but you know the hardest part about doing a podcast like this when you live in two different states is just conflicting schedules. Yeah, and you're two um, hours
0: behind me, and
1: I, yeah, I gotta wake up early in the morning. And... We both got jobs, we both got families, but uh, when when uh, Pete was down for Taco Fest, we. Uh, we put our heads together and said, what do we got to do to get this going? Because we know we really like doing it. And, um, and I think we came out with a good plan, and uh, that's what we're sticking to. I mean, again, at a, at a minimum, even if we do one every other week, I think that's good. Yeah, at least maybe in the beginning,
0: or whatever. We'll try to go once a week and see what happens.
1: And technically, <laughs> there's a third person to the podcast. Oh, yeah, we can't
0: I, we can't leave out our boy Kiki. <laughs> There's the, all, the, the Cubano Chango? Yeah, there's always three of us. So I don't know if he's going to come on to the
1: podcast.
0: I, lo- or a I, lot, I or... love Kiki, and you never know. You never know. He might be on. He may not. You just don't know. Yeah. That's the, the mystery of <laughs> Kiki.
1: It's the mystery, dude. <laughs> He'll come on when he wants to come on. Exactly. And, uh, of course, it's his podcast, too. Yes. So... But yeah, brother. Great fucking episode, dude. Yeah, how do we end this? I don't remember. I don't even remember either. I think we just tell everybody to go fuck themselves. All right. If you're, uh, have a drink, have a cigar, and go fuck yourself.
0: Go fuck yourself. Don't let them take, take that precious building down. Don't let them take, take that dear